All right, guys, welcome to Culture Jack. Tonight is a current culture. Hey, hold on. What? Let's start over. Because today on the show, remember? Oh, yeah. We changed it. Because right. we kept, we were kept releasing it in tonight. the morning, yeah. All right, guys, welcome to Culture Jacked. Today, we are bringing you a current culture, and we're going to dive into the movie Venom. So make sure to drop your headphones. You're about to get jacked. Or put your headphones on. Oh, well, yeah. Backwards. <laughs> All right, let me we need it. these beat sheets. No, I know. Let me, hold on. All right, guys, welcome to Culture Jacked. Today, you are <laughs> Did you like that? Today. <laughs> hey, at least I did. God damn it, dude. It's just such a, I don't know why it's such a natural it's a thing. It's a tongue twister. Why do we write such a tongue twister from the know. beginning? All right, let's, so just, let's okay, just do go, it, though. Do it. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Culture Jacked. And today, we're going to bring you a current culture where we feature Venom. So make sure get those headphones on and... If this is your first time listening to the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Let's get this going. All right, guys. So on today's current culture, we're going to be diving into the movie Venom, which to start it off, has no direct connection with the MCU at this time. At this time. At this time. So I just want to be clear. So if you're confused, let me just say that at this moment, there is no connection with the Marvel Universe. But we both saw the movie. Yeah. So what is your first thought after you watch the movie? Okay. So, we're releasing this podcast two days after our regular episode of uh, Culture Jack comes out on Tuesday. I believe it's uh, video stores is what we talked about. And I edited that last night. Uh, And we did in that episode, if you remember, we did a blind review on Venom. Because we recorded that episode a month and a half ago, if not more. And... In the edit of it, that blind review was almost dead on. Was it? It was really, really close. So if you guys haven't listened to that other uh, podcast, Video Stores, uh, check that check that one out. Um, and, and if you're wondering uh, who this is that Anthony's talking to, of course this is Dustin. My my voice is just shot right now. Uh, too, much, too much screaming at Anthony, I guess. So leaving, back to the question I had, though. <clears throat> <laughs> leaving the theater, or leaving your seat from the theater, what was your thought after going through, and it is kind of weird, I feel like it's weird at this point, um, yeah. to watch a Marvel character that's not connected in any way. It is weird. Um, but what was your thought? Okay, so I, I have to... to before I tell you how I felt after the movie ended, I got to tell you how I felt going into it. Okay, going into point. it, despite our, our blind review that we did, I was very nervous. I didn't think it would do well. You and I had talked about how we thought you know it not having an R rating would be hugely impactful. It not being related to Spider-Man in any way would be hugely impactful. And then to answer your question, at the end of the movie, credits are rolling. I went there with my brother and... Uh, 
I looked out at him and I, I, I gave him a thumbs up and a kind of a raised eyebrow and he gave me a thumbs up and a raised eyebrow back. Like that was actually good. It was, it was, it, it blew my expectations away. PG 13 didn't matter for it. Uh, they got the tone, right. They got the characters, right. It just, I mean, it felt really good. Was that kind of a similar experience that, that you had there as well? Yeah. Uh, r- real close to the same. You know, I, I went to the theater and you know, while I'm while I'm in line getting concession, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I really, really hope they don't fuck this up. I I really do. And as I was sitting there watching the movie, for some reason, and maybe this is like the evil side of me, I'm sitting there like, where's the stupid shit gonna come? When is it gonna come in? Uh-huh. And it never came in. Yeah. So as I got done and I'm leaving the theater, I, I was pleasantly surprised i, I did a re- the, the the one take back thinking yeah. like same thing you know it was like, actually it, a good movie. yeah i was what like the that, hell? that was pretty damn good it was enjoyable it kept my attention um there was some funny stuff in there there was some not so funny stuff in there there was it, it was a good uh display of venom uh-huh you know which was where the r rating question where we had it before was like this guy's a pretty vicious character um and and they portrayed him for as far as i'm concerned fairly fairly darn well so i i guess we probably should have decided this before we started the the podcast but uh in this review in this in this podcast are we gonna are we gonna be talking spoilers or are we gonna oh yeah we're going we're, we're going we're, we're going all the way all, in. The, all the way in so if you guys <laughs> you haven't seen what I was gonna yeah. say. if you guys haven't seen this movie go see it Yep, support the cause. Um, pause this podcast. Actually, just listen to the podcast regardless. Yeah. We're gonna ruin it for you, but let it be an enjoyable ruin. This is, yeah, this is this is going to be the one time you get spoiled that you're okay with it because you're gonna be like, yeah, those guys. You know, now I trust them, and uh, I'm gonna go go see the movie because of it. So at this point on, we'll just say, you know, if you haven't stopped already. There may be some spoilers uh, later on. Uh, well, yeah, without a doubt, podcast. there's going to be some spoilers, folks. So, what was your favorite favorite part or line of the movie? Uh, the, the, there was a couple. I, I think the favorite part was, of course, when the symbiote Venom called uh, Eddie Brock or Tom so Hardy good. a pussy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, was, he was going, doing the back and forth thing. And, <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, he's like, how are we going to get down? He's like, jump out the window. And then the next scene, he was like standing next to the elevator and he's pressing the elevator yeah. button. And he's like, pussy. Yep. It was so good. It, it was. What it, about when Venom made out with himself? Venom made out with himself. <laughs> Don't you remember when uh, uh, Eddie Brock had gotten kidnapped and uh, his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, she yeah, got, yeah. She okay, turned yeah, into yeah. like the lady Venom. Yeah. And came and gave him the big tongue kiss and then mm. just kind of went into Eddie Brock. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh, definitely an interesting deal. One thing uh, that I thought was really cool to see mm-hmm. is, I'm a big Tom Hardy fan, uh, was to see him go to a different level, see him act in, a, to me, kind of a different world where he doesn't have any, like, draw to his uh, vocal, his vocals, or any of that stuff, to where we've seen that a lot in, a, in his bigger roles, you know. Uh, some of them, you know, The Revenant, he, not not as much, but, you know, if you watched uh, uh, 
Well, Mad Max, he didn't say anything. Well, he got to play kind of like a, a normal guy in this one, right? Yeah. Because Mad Max, he was a silent protagonist for the most most part. Uh, well, I guess Charlize Theron, was, she was the, the protagonist Protagon. in that one. but uh, And then Bane, you know, he's a... Yeah, muffled, which, you know. Right, right. And The Revenant, even. I mean, he was that kind of goofy, goofy-sounding guy... A goofy old old country guy that was was backstabbing DiCaprio, yeah. and so it's kind of nice to see him be like a regular guy. Right. I mean, as regular as Eddie Brock. Well, and right, Venom but, can but be. he portrayed he portrayed right. being the loser. I mean, Venom. One of Venom's best lines in there was like, "Why did you choose?" You know, he, he asked him, "Why did you choose to stay?" He's like, "Well, in my world, I'm a loser, like but you." you you're a loser, but you're a lot bigger loser. You know, which was a good, which was cool because he was kind of a schmuck character, and you got some good emotional acting. I felt yeah. from him, mm-hmm. uh, like when he lost everything when the doctor came. He was like, "I don't want anything to do with this. This dude cost me." Instead of like what you would expect, where he's like, "Yeah, fuck them. We're gonna do this." I I wasn't expecting him to kind of back all the way off from her and be like, "Nah, man." It got kind of a, a little emotional, mm-hmm. uh, character emotions right there from him. And I was like, fuck, that's kind of cool, man. Okay, so you thought the movie was good. I thought the movie was good. Critics, resoundingly, I don't know if you've looked online, but critics resoundingly have despised this movie. It is sitting at about a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. 31%. 31%, you got yeah, it up? Yeah, uh, 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. But like the the audience scores is either high eighties or nineties. Well, right. So right now there's three ratings I got on the computer. You hit Rotten Tomatoes, thirty one percent. IMB IMDb seven point one out of ten. Google users ninety five percent. Wow. So I I I guess I I don't pay much attention to these things typically. But why is there such a big disconnect from the critics? Like, was it not a good movie, but an enjoyable movie that uh, a layman like myself enjoyed? Or did the critics just have it wrong? I, what, to go back to the beginning and the opening uh, statement I made with the MCU, I think it's flat out MCU shit. You think I it's think, all propaganda? Well, no, I think people have biases because they went in and like, oh, this is Venom. There has to be a connection with Spider-Man. There has to be. And you never got it. And now knowing that it was a decent movie and knowing it's a Sony property, it still puts people, including myself, as good as the movie was, right. I'm still like, well... Because they've dicked us well, over for Spider-Man well, five times. Abso- well, not five times, but there were a couple good moments in there. But Well, well absolutely. Yeah. But I still sit here today being like, you know, big spoiler at the end of the movie, Woody Harrelson, Carnage. Yeah. Teaser, right? But knowing that, I'm like, well, dude... There has to be an appearance by Spider-Man for it to be the, the story, the, the childhood story that we love and know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you didn't follow any of the comics, for it to be the cartoon that you love and know. Or for it to be the uh, even the video game, there is a relationship between Spider-Man and Venom. So what I'm thinking is that these folks went into this movie, they watched the movie, and they're like, yeah, that was pretty good. But, and that but is what's what's really hanging up this movie, at least in my opinion. All right, so uh, uh, everyone that's listening out there, I need you guys to stay tuned. In a couple weeks, we're going to be dropping a podcast where we talk about uh, a Spider-Man universe 
without Spider-Man. We talk about yep. this very yep. thing. So it, stay tuned for that. We'll talk about it in more detail, what it could become. But one of the key aspects of that is there was a lot of rumors going on as to why Venom dropped to a PG-13 movie uh, and why it, it wanted to, to avoid that R was so if it performed well at the box office, which it has, and you can probably talk about that in a minute, uh, then there would be an opportunity later for, for Marvel and Kevin Feig to say, hey, yes, this is actually part of our universe. We're building up some villains first. Then we're going to have Spider-Man get in there and you know go toe-to-toe with them. So his performance at the box office has been what? Well, at this moment, it's already it's by the time you listen to this, it's already surpassed three hundred and eighty million. So that's two weekends in, right? Correct. Yeah. So and the the budget for the movie was a hundred million. So they already tripled going on quadruple. Or yeah, they tripled. So yeah, quadrupling their profits, and then the, it's not even close at this moment. It's not even close to closing out global box office, and then of course DVD sales. Uh, there's all kinds of propaganda being sold of, of merchandise and so forth and so on. So it is a success. Um, I'm hopeful that uh, they have something. You know, there's a, there's a lot of speculation around the licensing between MCU and the Sony Spider-Verse. Um, you know, because Sony still is getting some royalties from them using Spider-Man. They have to be to some degree. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They, they I guess they're... There's Sony-produced movies, either the Spider-Man Homecoming, right. Homecoming 2, or, or Far From Home, I think it's called. Yep. Uh, but the creative control is with Disney Marvel. And also, I, I believe Disney Marvel has also the, all the toy licenses as well, or something along those lines. Uh, and I, I don't even think it'd be right to call it the Spider-Verse at this point. I think... Venomverse would be probably a more appropriate. Well, no, because they have the they have the uh, animated movie coming out in December. Oh, in, into the Spider Verse, yeah, yeah, and then they do have you know air quote plans for some of these other ones. So, I mean, they're trying, and with the success of this, you know that a couple of movies just got approved at Sony. Yeah, like for sure, like the the rumors of uh, uh, damn it, what's the one, the, the vampire one? Morbius. Morbius, mm-hmm. and, and there's already a soft name attached, you know. So I would assume that they're already looking at green lighting, and more than likely they're looking and probably have already made a couple of calls, or maybe they haven't, but they're probably already anticipating, hey, man, you know, we lent you this. We want him for a couple of clips here and there, some kind of rights deal. We'll cut you in on back end rights on us borrowing Tom Holland. We've proven that we can make a movie that fits within your specifications. Yeah, your of parameters, the man. Yeah, absolutely. So let's your guidelines. Let's go, we man. played off of your guidelines. Yeah. It's PG thirteen. It was wildly successful. Yep. And again, we're still at the early the the early stages of yeah, it. Yeah, it know? has started its its uh, train of success. We we don't even know. Right. But I do feel like. If there isn't ties, it the whatever they go with, whether it's just Venom, which it won't be. I mean, let's just be honest right now. Like they're not going to just run with Venom, right? Okay, they just won't. That's just not the the mo. I mean, this just killed the last rendition of Spider Man. Both both movies. I mean, it just murdered both of those movies. Yeah. So, I mean, in fact, it's competing with uh, Homecoming. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. It, it'll. It, there's a chance it may pass Homecoming. 
or uh-huh. will or will pass Homecoming, um, and then some of the other uh, MCU movies. So we'll see. Uh, with that being said, though, <clears throat> hopefully they are working with uh, Kevin Feige or whoever it is they need to work with contract deal uh, because what jeopardizes that even more is the uh, Fox deal. I don't think it jeopardizes it. Well, it does. Why? Because uh, the contract for Sony and Marvel for Spider-Man was a five-movie deal. After the next Spider-Man movie is when that contract comes up, which means Sony pulls rights back on Spider-Man unless they continue to negotiate. MCU or Disney now not only owns the rights to their normal shit, they just went ahead and scooped up X-Men and scooped up Fantastic Four. So is what you're saying basically because Marvel Disney now has so many properties to play with. They got the Fantastic Four, they got the X-Men. Why bother with the deal with Sony? And I would I would argue that the Spider-Man Homecoming movies are still profitable, man. Oh no, no, no! They're I still I, bringing in the no, no. I, yeah, well, I'm, I'm absolutely Tom Holland, incredibly successful character, I, well, and one that's been uh, rumored to be one of the new torchbearers for the new phases of the MCU, and in place of uh, Tony Stark and Chris Evans and those guys when they leave. Right, but think about this, dude. Fifth movie is the next, uh, the the next. Spider-Man 3. Or Spider-Man 3, yeah. So, with knowing that, Sony pulls the rights back, Tom Holland goes with him, and they could just sit there and do Spider-Man. Sony could just do Spider-Man movies all they want. So, basically, what you're saying is... And the MCU can just say, okay. We had him. It's okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, it's okay, guys, because we've got... All, All this other stuff. Yeah, I'm like, as cool as Spider-Man is, and I'm not talking shit by any degree, because I love the Spider-Man story. I love Venom was fantastic, but yeah. Disney, Disney's the big boy, dude. So basically, I mean, what you're saying to me doesn't sound like a bad scenario either way. Because yeah, either way, I mean, we're going to have Spider-Man and Venom and those guys in the MCU with continued deals and licensing hopefully, and Hopefully stuff. so, yeah. Or we're going to have Spider-Man return to his original... Uh, home at Sony, and uh, then be involved in the the Spider Verse over there. So I, from what you're describing in this in this rampant speculation no, that no. we've been doing, right. is uh, it sounds like a win win, or so, could be as long yeah. as Sony doesn't go way Bananas. off, and, yeah, and, and try to start doing goofy shit. They see one move, one successful thing and they're like, oh, woo, let's go well, to the that's another thing that was good about Venom. Uh, I mean, there was a bunch of things. Uh, character design, they got Venom right. He was huge. He was monstrous. He was evil looking. He moved quickly and he had you know tendrils and everything else. But another thing that they got right was do you remember Spider-Man 2? Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 when they had you know, let him fight an Electro, and then there were the other teases, and Green Goblin was there, and they killed off Gwen Stacy, and they just tried to cram too much into one movie. And Sony's made that mistake before. I mean, Spider Man Three, they had the uh, oh, they had everybody. They had Sandman, the Sandman Venom. Yeah, they had Venom. <laughs> they in did it. have Venom. Uh, yeah. Rest in rest in peace, Topher Grace's rendition of Venom, because yeah. it was uh, really put to shame this last couple weeks. But in Venom, they didn't do that this time. So. 
I'm thinking Shit, maybe they no, learned their lesson, man. No, they, they oh, stayed yeah, no. their lane. They well, stayed well, one yeah, movie, they, one core. Yeah, they definitely learned that, hey, let's let's just tell this dude's story. And there's also a bunch of symbiotes out there to fuck with. Like oh, he yeah. Did, like he did. They're riding around on a meteor right yeah, now. Yeah. So there, that aspect of it was cool. Uh, introducing Carnage at the very end with Woody Harrelson was cool. But I agree. I think, and I said this before with DC and where DC's, failed is don't rush these big characters because we don't have connections with them you gotta build a connection with venom as cool as he is and all of this shit if it would have just been a ram bam deal a uh, batman versus superman uh or uh or a suicide squad where they get all those bad guys together the sinister six or whatever it's not going to be successful because no one can relate to those characters they right. haven't had enough screen time um, as good as the cartoons and all that shit are to us, uh, there still isn't enough screen time to just say, let's throw them all in there. Blah, blah, blah. Well, Look I mean, at Suicide fans, Squad. Fans like us, you know, the cartoons would probably be sufficient. But Yeah, not, for some of it, yes. But for not like the average movie-going person who maybe didn't grow up on the cartoons like we did, you know, uh, if you're a, a teenager now or a younger person, you know, in your 20s, maybe you didn't watch X-Men every Saturday morning cartoon like we did. So... They've got to catch up, you know, and I think what you're saying is right. It gives them time to develop the characters just like they did with Venom. And I think they did a good job developing him and not only him, but his relationship with Eddie Brock, with mm. Tom Hardy. I think that was, uh, and, and everyone's saying it, that was a very powerful part of the Well, the, the relationship and the Eddie Brock part, though, I think that they gave Eddie Brock a real character he wasn't just a guy and it was all uh hyper centered around the venom you know because like you kind of felt for eddie brock i Mm -hmm. felt like you know as you watch it even in the end of the movie at the end of the movie you're sitting there when they're on the bench and you're like are these two getting back together or are they you know what and they weren't right which was cool because that's like the human thing that would happen yeah they went through some shit but um, maybe also, those doors aren't closed, right? Yeah. Well, well, right. But it wasn't. It wasn't what we would. What you would expect ten years ago when you're like, oh, it's going to be this supercharged deal through this whole thing, and that. And I appreciate that. I, I really, I really do. I also like uh, going back to Venom because we do need to stick to the movie a little bit there. I like it when they go to the doctor's office and. His girlfriend turns on the MRI machine. Oh, sure. And then they get locked in there, and then the doctor's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this thing? It's gone! Yeah, <laughs> escape through the vent. Yeah. That was funny. I thought that was pretty pretty cool. <laughs> Tom Hardy got to play the hell out of that movie, man. They had him eating chicken out of the garbage can and lobsters out of lobster tanks. Oh, yeah, that was That great. was pretty funny, and he, he was all stressed out and, and, and fried out. Then when Venom, uh, well, Eddie was getting driven around by his, she was getting driven to the doctor by his girlfriend, and Venom was giving him, like, dating advice that in the back funny. seat. That was pretty cool, too. That was pretty cool. <clears throat> that was that was uh, definitely enjoyable. I also like how he how he kept giving, uh, I like her, this, uh, that, that, uh, this. It's, and, and I will say the, the CGI was well done. It was uh, the the big fight scene on the lower shuttle launch area sure. platform, or uh, I'm not sure what you call that, but 
that was pretty badass when the two symbiotes spread open and then you saw the two guys and then at one point they got shot out of the both the symbiotes kind of kicked them out of the kicked them out of them yeah and then they were just fisticuffs there yeah i thought that was pretty pretty cool well and it was cool when venom was describing who riot was to eddie and he was talking about, oh, he's got you know really cool shit or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see shit you can't even imagine. Yeah, that yeah, was, that, that was, that pretty, was cool. pretty cool. I told you when he turned his arm into the ball and chain or whatever, and that that was pretty cool. So what do you, what do you think of the post credit scene? Uh, obviously with Woody Harrelson, and he's like, you know, when I get out of here, there's gonna be carnage. I thought it was good. I, I like how I like how they left the. Uh, I like how they drew it kind. They kind of draw you in. It shows him on his motorcycle going up to the penitentiary, sure. and then going a little first a few seconds there walking through the penitentiary, and then of course you see a goofy looking Woody Harrelson with red <laughs> with curly his, hair with his Annie wig. Yeah, you know, and he he says to him something about, uh, "Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about uh, the murderer?" Or do you want to talk? He said some line there before. He said... Oh, Eddie Brock did, yeah. Yeah, he said something. Uh, you know, do you want to talk about murdering or do you want to talk about me or something like that? Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, why am I here? And he's like, well, let me tell you something. And that's when he dropped the line. Yeah. When I get out of here, there's going to be carnage. Bam. You know? Do you think that was a good pick for uh, Cletus Cassidy? I think they could have did better, personally. Yeah, they probably could have. I agree. I, I think they should have went a younger route so you can get longevity out of the character. Don't kill Carnage off. Make him make him the fucking... Because he was, dude. He was like... He was, uh, you know, make him Magneto and make old boy Venom into fucking pro Professor X and have him kind of fade away for a couple movies because Carnage could have popped into some of these other bad guys' movies, too. Because in all the video games, like Carnage would pop in and out all the time in the video in the movies, just like Venom does to Spider-Man. Carnage did to Venom, on and off for eternity. Carnage was like never-ending enemy there. So I thought I think that would have been good. Uh, I also think it would have been a little bit more. I don't know. I that that I I appreciate Woody Harrelson doing it. Whatever, but. I just, I, I think they could have probably done a... a He's a got the rock. star power for sure. But, you know, the great thing about Venom and the great thing about Carnage is, you know, they're symbiotes. So they can jump to another person and be successful. One of the things with these, like all the comic book movies, is, yeah, they stick pretty close to canon. Pretty close. But not exactly. You know, like Avengers Infinity War... Uh, there, there were certain key characters missing that were in the comics that were not in the movie. Um, and so I think, I think they have a opportunity to, if they stay true to the character's nature, not necessarily is it then so much, so important to follow the comic books hundred percent. So maybe it's Cletus Cassidy for a while, but then maybe Carnage jumps to another person and yeah. then that could still, it could still work. Right. And I'm not sure, you know, if they did they sign some crazy deal. I don't think they did. I think that Carnage will be a one one movie, one, one trick pony. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think it's it, it's a it's an easy way to get the crowd excited for part two to the to the series. There, 
I mean, it's smart. I mean, it just is. Tie a big name. Because that was the one thing I will say with the uh, Venom movie here to where the main character was Tom Hardy. Reed Scott, the doctor, was a uh, recognizable face because he's been in some movies, some TV. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know any of those other actors. Did you? No, I didn't. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know any of them. I guess the the guy that played the uh, the bad guy, Riz the, Ahmed. Riz Ahmed. I guess he's a pretty pretty big name, but I I don't recognize him from anything really. He was a good actor. He did he did a good job. Played his played his role well. Um, no, I didn't really recognize any big names. So Woody Harrelson will have that star power to kind of draw draw people in. Yeah. Hmm. And and hopefully he does well. Of course, you know. I mean, yeah. I I hope the guy does well. I'm not saying anything ill. I just I, what I am saying is, it would have been kind of cool to see somebody that hasn't played a superhero yet, a little bit younger. Uh. Maybe so you could run them run them through a couple of couple of different uh, series there. So so maybe maybe not a not a bad move, but not necessarily the best move in terms of casting for that character. You think? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's where I'm at with it. You know, I I would have liked to see someone closer to uh, closer to Tom Hardy's age. Sure. Uh, kind of a thin wiry character because the Carnage character always comes off as a thin wirier symbiote you know granted right. they're bigger or whatever but that was kind of his mo well i mean then and there's not anything necessarily saying that they can't do that with the carnage character once he gets the carnage symbiote you know like yeah. crushing his ribs and his spine and everything and and using that healing factor when he turns back into the guy or something right. like which that which comes from fucking venom right yeah carnage is like venom's baby or something that he yeah, didn't know that he's, he had he, he's uh He's what do you call? It? He's like an animal that uh, reproduces asexually. Re- yeah, reproduces yeah. asexually, and there's a bunch of symbiotes that, that he has created through time. So, all right, so let's go. Let, let's dive back into the movie. What was your least favorite thing about the movie? Uh, my least favorite thing about the movie was probably the. It, it got off to a little bit of a slow start for me. Um, it was good character development and and world building. You know they put the pieces together, but to me, still, you know, I it was twenty twenty five minutes, and I was looking at my watch, you know, and I was kind of like, all right, well, when's Venom gonna show up, and when are these guys gonna get together and and do some of the stuff that I saw in the trailer? Uh, but outside of that, you know, I had a really good time at the movie. I don't know if it was because my expectations were so low, and then like it turned out to be not complete garbage or if it was just it was an all right movie i i, I tend to think that it was an all right movie looking at it objectively mm-hmm. what about you what was your least favorite part um i to me probably my least favorite part was the bad guy yeah just yeah. he just wasn't very convincing wasn't very convincing he wasn't very interesting no, I mean, like, at first I was like, okay, let me, uh, at first I was like, all right, he's doing, he did the little kid thing, that's where you get introduced to his character, where he's out there with a group of kids talking about his company, and I'm like, okay, so he, this guy can do that pretty well, because it was kind of convincing, but like, when he's a bad guy, 
not high emotions, uh, whether it was verbal or by his face, you know, his, his physical demeanor didn't really sell it to me. Um, and for being like this wicked smart scientist, you know, they should have got someone more evil, like Elon Musk esque to where he's like, that's what I dick. thought he was. I thought he was Elon Musk. Like, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what, what came to mind too, right. but he, he wasn't very convincing to me. Wait, are you saying that Elon Musk is a very evil, no, evil no, no, but that's, that's who, what, what he, who he reminded me of, but I think that they could have gotten a character that played more cynical and you could see it in his face when he was killing those people right. for his cause. Cause it just wasn't very convincing to me. It did kind of come out of nowhere, I guess, you know, he was just kind of like, uh, well, and he was just like when he did that little hand thing on the window and they're like, he's like, gas him. Like it wasn't convincing. It wasn't evil. Gotcha. It should have been kind of fucking evil dude. Cause for God's sakes, he was in there fucking, hitting people with some electric blob or uh, alien blobs, dude. I mean, yeah. like literally he was putting home homeless people into these bins and being like, so there's a, there's a line when it comes to evil characters <coughs> like that. Uh, I don't mean like evil, like, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean like, uh, deviant rich. I, I, I'm at the top of the world here. Evil dude. Right. I don't know. I just think that I, I think there would have been a, a little bit better of a way. You know, what comes to mind is like I think, you know, like Michael Keaton in the Spider-Man movie. He did a fucking great job. Yeah. He was very convincing. He was emotional. I'm doing this shit because uh, they cut my scrapping job and blah blah blah. And now I'm gonna take what's what's owed to me. But it was convincing, right? Mm-hmm. That guy should have been in my mind more convincing. Like, no man, this is. For the betterment of mankind, some Thanos shit should have happened up in there, dude. <laughs> well, you know, to where it's like convincing. So, I, when it comes to to comic book villains, that's one of the constant criticisms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the villains are shallow. You know, outside of Thanos and Killmonger and Loki, there that's kind of a constant gripe of people. And in my mind, the villain doesn't have to be hugely intriguing. I mean that's mm. just that's just for me, right? You know, I I I just want them to have a simple excuse that they're a bad guy. Maybe they just like to kill people or something, you know. Uh, any any small excuse for there to be a confrontation between the good and evil forces in the movie, right? No, no, I agree with that. But they still have to be a convincing whatever role they're playing. I, I feel like it has to it has to so. suit suit them. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. I agree a hundred percent with you to where it's like it can be kind of a shitty shitty deal on why yeah but they still have to sell me on the character you know what i mean so if the character is built correctly then i'm oh dude i'm i'm game with it man like i'm cool as shit with it like they look good they act good great dude. They're the little fucking reasoning or or even it doesn't have to be super deep especially if it's a uh hero story that's happening and it's the the building the 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 uh big climax of the story is the arc of that superhero, not the villain, then I'm cool with that shit. In some cases, they probably should stick to that more so. Right. So you could get more story arc out of the out of the character. Because if you look at Venom, that's really where the majority of that story was. Yeah. Which is one of the things I did appreciate about the movie was that was more hero-centric. I'm just saying that uh, that person... Um, was not very convincing. You know, I, I feel like uh, Jax from Deadpool 
was more convincing than that guy. Mm, he wasn't very convincing. No, but I feel like he was like when he was when, oh Ajax, yeah, uh, Ajax. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like when they were in the hospital and he was getting pissed at him, like that was convinced that convinced me. He's like, this dude's getting fucking irritated. He's gonna start fucking with this dude, and he did. Yeah, right. This other guy, I didn't feel like he gave a shit about anything at any point. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I I just I liked Venom a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a great great movie. And so if you have not seen Venom. We're two weeks into it now. What are you waiting for? Go see, go see Venom. Ab- absolutely, and it's a different flavor too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different flavor on the uh, the good old superhero uh, run. You yeah. know, I, I think that they they did a really good job. Uh, I'm excited to see what what approach Sony does because if they team up at any to any capacity with the MCU uh, into the spring of next year, it's going to be big fucking news. Yeah, like it's it gonna break. It's it's not gonna sit. It's not gonna be in the backside. The stories for Venom Two, I'm sure, we'll fucking not know a whole lot about. But if something goes, we're gonna know. All right. Uh, so I had a couple other things uh, I wanted to talk to you about. Just it is a current culture. These are mm-hmm. some current things. So <clears throat> speaking of Spider Verse movies, Craven the Hunter. Uh, is another movie that they're they're making for this uh, Sony Spider Verse, and the writer on Craven the Hunter. Just to add to some of the speculation that we made earlier, he said that Spider Man has been written into Craven the Hunter's story. So, I that announcement was made after Venom started doing so well. So I don't know if that's some behind the scenes action going on. Yeah, you can write Spider Man into it. Or they're just being bold and going, yeah, we need Spider-Man for this story. Uh, so so what do you think about that? Well, I think there's a couple of different ways to skin that cat, my friend. Yeah, skin it, baby. <laughs> yeah, so so first, uh, I think that, yeah, they can write Spider-Man in it all they want. And they could even talk about Spider-Man. But they hadn't been until Venom started producing I, it. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, in Craven the Hunter. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can be a part of that movie all he wants, but Tom Holland doesn't have to be there. Shit, Spider-Man doesn't even necessarily have to be there. Well, they don't have the 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 use as of now, as it stands. They don't. They can't use know, Spider-Man at let me, all. Let me kind of re- rephrase what I'm saying here. They can write in the Spider-Man character or the illusion of that character in that little world and there doesn't have to be an appearance by Tom Holland. Who's this spider character? He's doing all this deviant shit. Look, there's a, there's a comic there's a, or, or a newspaper clipping. Look, we CGI'd him in swinging around in a city, blah, blah, blah. That could be, fuck, 5, 10, 20 minutes of the movie of him going after this character that you didn't have to see his face. You didn't see him talk. You didn't do have to you have to do shit. But he doesn't even have to be Tom Holland. They can't use the Spider Man character at all. They can't reference his name. Uh, that's why there was no. Re- but reference. how are they doing the freaking Spider Verse movie then? Because it's an animated film. It runs under different rules. So these are live action films. Live action. These are heavily CGI. Right. Li- right. So the live. But they're action. live action. Right. So I take it. Yeah, but Craven the Hunter here's. <laughs> goes back to what I said earlier. The next Spider-Man movie is five. It's already being shot. 
So maybe they're just planning for when they get him back eventually. Yeah, they they could just yeah, be like screw be. it, or they're gonna pitch it to pitch it to the MCU and say, hey, let's rub some elbows on this here, guys. Yeah. We just need him for you know these scenes and this and that, and he's gonna be featured in our movie, and then he could be featured in yours, and maybe he runs that course. That would be a game changer. That'd be freaking awesome. But, uh, a couple other things that I wanted to bring up. The uh, Speaking of all of these deals and licenses and everything else, it uh, was reported that uh, the Fox, Disney, uh, the Disney buyout of Fox was going to close uh, now on January 2019. Um, so do you think there's any chance we're going to get any Fantastic Four or X-Men teasers, Easter eggs, in credit scenes or anything in Avengers Part 4? No. Do you think it's too late? Yeah. I, I What I think is uh, they, Disney being Disney and, and that whole situation, I think that they have some ideas of what they want to do. But once the licensing done, once the licensing is done, you know, because they're going to be very, the Disney side of things, they're going to be very considerate for this is the characters that we want uh, and this is the story we want to tell, and they they won't. You think they've push done it. too much planning already to kind of put a put a kink in their plans to accommodate these new characters? Uh, out of the gate, yeah. To be completely honest, they just don't need to, because if they take their time and they get the characters right for mm-hmm. any of that stuff, uh, dude, it's it's money. So why why push it? Now we know that they have Fantastic Four. That's huge news. An interesting thing about that as well is this fall, the uh, Rise of the Phoenix comes out, which is like, what are they going to do with all of that shit? I think I think if they're smart, all of it, the whole X-Men universe goes in the dumpster and they reboot the whole thing. You think they That's, will? I, I don't know if they will, but... I, I want to see it rebooted with that Marvel MCU brand. That's what I that's what I want. You know. Agreed. But you know that they got a lot of fucking money tied up because <laughs> they're going to take over the rights to it right, right. You know, a oh, few I, weeks oh, after it launches. I don't. I don't think they're they're going to withhold releasing it. I think they'll release it, but I think that will be the last I have to see a Sansa Stark pretending to be Jean Grey. That's that's uh, all all there is to that. I think. Um, and one more piece of uh, movie news. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. But what do you think about James Gunn moving over to D.C. after being fired by Disney? What, oh, what do I think of him doing it? What do you think of the whole situation? Oh, like well, I mean, we've talked about it before. I think Marvel made an epic mistake. Um, yeah, I agree. On, on that whole situation. I think that's bullshit. Uh, and I think it's irrelevant. You know, Uh it was a verbal deal. It wasn't, you know, I'm not even going to go into the details of that. Cause that's what do you think about him picking up the reins for suicide squad, whether it's a sequel or a reboot, what would you prefer? And then what do you think about maybe James Gunn injecting some of that James Gunn tone into those kind of movies? Um, well, first I guarantee DC, as soon as they got the news, they're like, fucking finally we get something good. As soon as they saw the news story that broke that James Gunn was fired, they were like, call him, call yep. him, get him on the phone. Yep. Right now, yep. like right fucking now. So, uh, 
and they're padding. I mean, there's a lot of things going on that DC's doing uh, because their movies aren't. Dude, their movies aren't doing. I that. I think they're doing fine. They're, they're, they'll be they'll be great. They're they're not doing that. Aquaman's great. coming out soon. We'll it's see. Gonna save we'll, it. we'll see. Um, but they've been the thing that's been helping them though is they've been slinging fucking those cartoon movies like monsters, dude. Like holy shit. And they've been killing. Them oh, those. they have. Those it's just good. like it's like one after the other after the other. But they're making money. I mean, they're recouping some of this lost lost uh, build, and it also helps build some of their stuff. So to answer that, what I would like to see is a reboot. I don't want to see continuation. I don't think, I I think James Gunn needs to do what James Gunn does. And okay, these are your characters. Now you do your story with it. Okay. Let me pause you there for a second. So you said, these are your characters. So you want to see a reboot. I, and not getting into any DC characters that were in Suicide Squad comics, because I don't know that well enough. But out of the characters that appeared in the first movie, would there be any of those that you'd like to see move over and go under kind of James Gunn's wing for a, for a reboot? Um, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Harley Quinn again. I wouldn't mind seeing whatever Bloodshot or Deadshot. Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing those two, the commander dude. Oh yeah. Uh, frick. What was his name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about though. So what, uh, any other characters? You no, I was Crocodile? trying to, I was trying to, no, back? I don't want to see him or Captain Boomerang. I want to see him again, but I want to see him. He was so fucking stupid. As a CG character. Who, Captain Boomerang? No, not Captain Boomerang. The Crocodile. Oh. I don't really give a shit. I think personally, if if I were James Gunn, I would choose two characters to start the movie off with, um, and run the majority of the movie with those two characters, and then pull a third in. I'm excited about a reboot by James Gunn, man. I I, I think he, I think he'll kill it. I, I do too. I I just really fucking hope he doesn't run with all those same characters, dude. Number one. You know, Jared Leto's Joker, I was open to him fine with. Except for, we can't have two completely different Jokers coming to theater at the same fucking time. That's stupid, dude. Joaquin Phoenix I don't like and it. Jared Leto? Yeah, and I'm, I'm hopeful for the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. I don't want to see a different rendition in a different movie. I think it's going to be kind of but stupid. But I don't know if this Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie is part of the DCEU. I think it's completely disparate from that. I think it's it's something of itself. And so I don't... I just tonally, seeing that, that quick preview they gave us, uh, where it's like him and then it like flashes and then he's in the clown makeup. Right. It doesn't fit kind of that same, you know, super, super jacked up uh, DC universe. Well, well, well no, no and, I, and I agree with you. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure... Well, the original plan was it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be a standalone uh, Joker story. Like, real story, not like this cartoon. We're going to make this crazy million, you know, $200 million movie or any of that shit. It wasn't supposed to be that. It was supposed to be a true nitty-gritty fucking Joker, Joker movie. But I still am not a fan of going to the theater seeing two different characters. I that just is not appealing to me. It right. just isn't. Just two renditions of the same character. That's kind of shitty. Uh, but I James Gunn's got it in him, dude. I mean, yeah. like what he did for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, obviously, I hope that they uh, they do something for him. Like I hope they make it fucking rated R. Fuck it. 
make well have it be rated R and be the first rated R group team big fucking superhero movie. Well, DC hasn't had that same kind of a version. I mean, I know the movies so far have been PG thirteen, but they don't have the same kind of family friendly requirement or prerequisite that Disney does. Everything under that Disney umbrella has got to be okay for a family. Uh, right. DC Warner Brothers. They don't have that that stigma, and not stigma, but that just kind of requirement hanging over their heads, you know. Yeah. So if they did like a dirty, nitty gritty, if James Gunn did dirty, nitty gritty, had some of the comedy in there for relief, I think you could see a pretty big winner. All right. You know. Well, uh, I'm satisfied with the episode. What do you What do you think? You all right with it? No, I'm doing. Yeah, I think it was a good episode. Go see Venom, guys. Yeah. Go check that out. Go see Venom. And uh, try to keep up on all the shit we're talking about. Because, yeah. damn, we burned through it on this one. And if and if you haven't listened to that episode uh, a couple days ago that we put out, uh, check it out on video stores because we gave our Venom review, uh, well, when, Pre-ven- it was, pre-venom. when it was recorded, we uh, we laid down what Venom was going to be. And you, I think you'll be surprised that we were pretty, pretty dang close. Yep. But that's it for the podcast uh so throw your headphones to the floor and make sure to subscribe and 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 leave a like or a comment on the bit (laughs) and so that's it for the podcast uh throw your headphones to the floor and make sure you subscribe to the podcast let us know uh see us fuck what are we doing i need that beat sheet uh see us See us. Uh, you listen to you're us. You're hooked on some shit I've never heard before. <laughs> All right, here killer. we go. This is the one. Ready? That's it. Throw your headphones to the floor. We're done for this shit, That's it. Throw your headphones to the floor. Subscribe uh, to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. <clears throat> and we'll and we'll see it. And tune in next week. There we go. Got it. <clears throat> here it is. Alright guys, that's it. Throw your headphones to the floor. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Like us on SoundCloud and iTunes and tune in next week. That's good. Was that good? Yeah, that was fine, yeah. Culture Jack. Tech, games, movies, and more.